The Talking Points podcast is produced in partnership with C. Michael Gibson and clinicaltrialresults.org. Mike Gibson and Bruno Scheller coming to you live from TCT 2021, and we're talking about paclitaxel versus cerulimus coatings on balloons to treat instant restenosis. Bruno, tell us a little bit about what you did. Yeah. Um, as you know, outside the U.S., uh, we have uh, paclitaxel-coated balloons for the treatment of instant restenosis, which is uh, a guideline supported in Europe and Asia as well. Um, and um, this works really well and the big advantage is that uh, you don't have to implant a second layer of metal which may reduce the risk over long term for, for stent associated events. So this is uh, fine, uh, but you are aware that um, stents in coronary artery disease are today almost completely coated with uh, limus uh, uh, drugs. And so the question was, is it possible to use Seronymus also on a truck-coated balloon instead of Paclitaxel? Um, as you know, Paclitaxel has uh, the big advantage that you have an irreversible binding uh, if it goes to the cell with the microtubes, um, whereas Limus has a re reversible binding to the mTOR receptor. And this, this means if you have only this one shot with your balloon, where you have to transfer all the drug, um, uh, the question is, is this enough if you have a reversible binding? And therefore, um, the majority of available balloons are paclitaxel based And the question was now, if um, a Cerolimus-coated balloon with a, a highly crystalline coating with a, a relatively high concentration of 4 microcompass per millimeter balloon surface um, have, um, is non-inferior to best-in-class paclitaxel-coated balloons for uh, reduction of repeated restenosis uh, after truculating stent restenosis. So tell us a little bit about the design, how many patients, non-inferiority, superiority, what was the design? So it was, um, uh, we had in this absolutely same design, we, we conducted two trials in parallel, uh, one in uh, Malaysia and one in Germany and Switzerland. Um, and uh, it was predefined that we will have a combined analysis uh, primary endpoint was angiographic latum loss at six months, um, and we had a non-inferiority range predefined of 0.35 millimeters. So this was the basic design, and overall, uh, 101 patients uh, were included and randomized to either paclitaxel or the serolimus coated balloon. And what did you find? Um, um, we uh, found at six months angiographically uh, almost the same latum loss. Uh, with 0.25 versus 2.6 millimeters uh, in the two groups, and uh, the Cerolimus coated balloon was non inferior to the Paclitaxel coated balloon. Um, and at 12 months, clinical events were almost the same also between the two groups. However, this, this trial was only powered for, for the angiographic endpoint, of course. So, powered for the angiographic endpoint, do you think it's enough to change practice at this point? Not, not yet. Not so yet. this, this uh, was a mechanistical study. We wanted to see uh, if we have a biological effect in this indication where there is already a stand. Um, and uh, if we can see at six months, which was the standard for the, for the uh, earlier um, DCB trials, if we can see 
that there's the same effect. Uh, and this has been proven, but nothing more so far. Great. Well, look forward to your next studies, looking maybe at clinical outcomes. Yeah, uh, this is the one. The other one is uh, uh, that we are looking at de novo lesions, which mm -hmm. is also part of yes. the uh, of this session. And here the interesting question is, um, if we do see late lumen enlargement with Serolimus 2, uh, with Paclitaxel, if you treat de novo disease, uh, with balloon-based approach, you have never or almost never a stent-like result. So uh, to catch up with the stent over time, you have to uh, increase your lumen, which is the case with Paclitaxel, which is very interesting. Uh, but we do not know or didn't know so far if the, this is the same with Serolimus. Uh, right. Yeah, you get some positive remodeling. You don't leave anything behind. You may preserve endothelial function if you just use a drug-coated balloon. So there could be a lot of advantages uh, yeah. if we can do that. Uh, but but you have to be aware that uh, the, the big advantage of stands is you had you have a, a very nice initial result because you have to weigh the strength of, of, of the of the stand itself. This is not the case with balloon-based approach sure. if you treat de novo disease, for example. So. Um, the with the, with the mod remodeling, you may have a better looking yeah, artery yeah. a while later yeah. than at the end of the case. But the, uh, the lesion preparation uh, plays uh, the central role in, in, in such a balloon-based approach. And um, it's very important to know that first you have to do the best lesion preparation you can do, and then you decide if you can use a balloon-based approach or if you have to stand. So, right. so this is the basic recommendation for this. Right, approach. exactly. Well, Bruno, thanks for joining us today, and uh, thanks to all of you for joining us here live from TCT 2021.